Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. I'm in the back studio. My name is Rick Tittle, and it's live radio in all its glory. And um, Daniel, my engineer, uh, just swung over his mic. We're trying to get the other mic to work, but this is what it's all about, ladies and germs. This is why I got a college degree in this, and then I've worked in over 30 years. It's because we get it done. The show must go on. And we have a full show for you. Three hours, y'all. It's a three-hour tour. Uh, coast to coast, border to border, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Coming up, uh, unless I have to lean over and break my spine doing this, Sean Patrick Small, who plays Larry Bird in Winning Time, he'll join us. We'll also have director Bogdan Jorge Apatri. Says George, I'm going to go with Jorge. Uh, oh, yeah, st- Tittle moves to Studio E. Cartoonist Matthew Diffie. Defay. I'll have to ask him about that. And uh, director Michael B. Chad and author Ebony Liddell. So, actor, director, cartoonist, director, author. We will get in some sports at some point. We will talk some hockey with Bruce Marshall. We just don't know when. And we'll talk a little baseball with J.D. Sharp at 11-12. We'll do that together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. 1-800-878-7529. Coast to coast, around the world, on the American Forces Radio Network. If you're in the military, I'm on your side. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. Once again, 1-800-878-PLAY, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, Call right now to learn more about your risk free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk free offer. 800 738 5332. 800 738 5332. 800 738 5332. That's 800 738 5332. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thanks for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Need a lot more. I can barely hear myself there. Keep pumping it up, pump it up. Pump it up, baby. Pump it up. There it is. Thank you very much. Yeah, back in the studio uh, because uh, Brian Scalabrini has uh, taken my studio, but hopefully I'll get over there in an hour, and uh, we'll see if he wants to sit in uh, a little bit. But uh, there's a lot of action here in San Francisco. 
because it is the NBA Finals. They begin tonight, and uh, it's weird. Uh, well, I shouldn't say weird, <laughs> but it's uh, interesting that I'm not a part of it because I've been a part of um, all the other ones. But then again, they have a very draconian system. Um, a good friend of mine who I've worked with for uh, many years uh, who covers the Warriors uh, much more earnestly than I do uh, was told that his booster was two weeks too late. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, like I said, it's pretty draconian. But uh, look, it's their rules, and if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. You got to, you know, it's it's private property. <laughs> that's how they want to do it. Uh, then that's fine. But we're going to talk about that. 1-800-878-PLAY. Like I said, I've got enough authors and actors and directors uh, on this show who will uh, talk nothing about the NBA Finals. So feel free to get in. Once again, 1-800-878-PLAY, especially this segment as it is uh, open. I thought there was an interesting headline today. LeBron James has reached a very interesting uh, milestone. He is the first ever active NBA player to become a billionaire. Now, he's only the second NBA player at all to become a billionaire. The other one is retired, and you could probably guess that that's Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan didn't reach billionaire status until 2014, which was many years after he retired. So, um, according to Forbes, uh, his net worth, LeBron, $1 billion. And uh, during his career, LeBron James, in salary with the Cavs, Heat, and Lakers, has earned $385 million. 170, 11 seasons in the, with the Cavs. I'm breaking it down. 153 with the Lakers. And 64 with four seasons with the Heat. Think about that. <clears throat> By the way, the four seasons. Oh, what a night. $64 million for four seasons with the Heat. $153 million for a season with Lakers. It's basically double pay. Um, and LeBron James, just this last season, got $121.2 million. And he makes an estimated uh, $900 million with endorsements and businesses. Remember, he got in early on Beats and some of these other things. And uh, so LeBron James was speaking with GQ magazine eight years ago. <clears throat> and he said, quote, it's my biggest milestone. Obviously, I want to maximize my business. And if I happen to get it, if I happen to be a billion dollar athlete, whoa, hip, hip, hooray. Oh, my gosh, I am going to be excited. And quote, well. The, the biggest reason the Lakers has gotten to this point is that uh, that the I should say that uh, he's gotten to this point is that he's just been very wise with spending his money. He has a minority stake in Liverpool Football Club through John Henry and Fenway Sports. As an investor in Liverpool, he has made a profit of ninety million dollars. He got in in twenty eleven. Um. And um, so with that 1% of Fenway Sports Group, uh, he also has a piece of the Red Sox. He has a piece of Fenway Park. Uh, Fenway Sports Group also owns half of Roush Racing and 80% of Nesson. Nesson is the New England Sports Network. And you also might remember that Fenway Sports Group 
bought the Pittsburgh Penguins for $900 million last year. But it's not all sports for James. Uh, he's made $80 million in real estate, um, and he owns three properties that combined worth about $80 million. He also uh, invested in Blaze Pizza, a pizza chain that started 10 years ago. You might have seen it in malls. It's kind of like Mod Pizza or Pieology, one of those quick pizza places. That has made him $30 million. <clears throat> now, <laughs> I'm breaking it down because I think about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who ended his career basically penniless because he made some bad investments, or what I should say is he trusted people to make good investments and they threw his cash away. The first ever that I can remember retirement tour where a guy was getting lauded and getting presents was Jabbar's. And I remember when he came to the Coliseum, they gave him a boat, and it was just this little like one-man dinghy and on the sale, it said Captain's Slip, C-A-P apostrophe N, because they called him Captain or Cap. Speaking of that, we have Larry Bird from Winning Time. Actually, the actor, Sean Patrick Small, he'll be with us next. Um, but uh, they called him Cap because he was a captain. And they gave him a boat because they felt sorry for him. And it's almost like, hey, thanks for being the Warriors 99 times out of 100 uh, since you uh, have been a Laker. But it's just weird to see, you know, at that time, the you know the, the all-time leading scorer, uh, arguably one of the greatest players in the history. Well, he is one of the greatest pushers in the game, arguably the greatest ever, and he didn't have any cash. So, um, yeah, it is important to uh, find people who will find these investments. In fact, a Donald Foyle, who I was talking about yesterday, he wrote a little, it's not a book, it's more of a pamphlet telling players what they should do and, and what they shouldn't do. And I remember even back in the 80s, they used to say <clears throat> when it came to uh, players buying lots of stuff, uh, that was the recommendation, is that they would buy it. In other words, don't buy three houses and have three mortgages because then when you get cut, you're going to lose all of them. You know, if, if you get a um, $400,000 signing bonus, you know, this is the 80s, and your condo is k, just buy it. It's an investment. You'll never have to make a payment. If you get in trouble, you can sell the bastard. Uh, let that in. But um, there are some people who probably would think, oh, my gosh, LeBron James is playing a, a kid's game. What is he doing making all that money? I've never begrudged an athlete to get every single penny they can. Now, if you're Latrell Sprewell and you say, how am I going to feed my kids on $25 million? You know, things like that sound stupid, obviously. But, um, you know, it's always we've always been interested in how the other half lives. This is why, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous and, you know, pimp my crib. Let's let's see what they look like. Let's. You know, right now, if there was an article that said, oh, my gosh, look into every room of Tom Cruise's mansion. I don't know. You'd probably go, let me check it out. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is good for LeBron James. He's worth every single penny because every single penny that he's gotten, he has made more for the person that has paid him. And that's the important thing. I remember when Beyonce signed her $50 million Pepsi endorsement. And I thought, is that 
I mean, obviously, they believe they will sell more than $50 million more Pepsi now that she's on board. Because here I'm thinking, does Pepsi even make $50 million a year? Of course they do. And so, anyway, LeBron James, the milestone, the first ever active NBA player that is a billionaire. Bitcoin, NIL, not too much. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come on back on the other side with Sean Patrick Scott. Looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise does doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text franchise123 to 63566. Text franchise123 to 63566. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218-800-950-8218-800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. 
I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I feel bad about that now. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show actor Sean Patrick Small, who portrays Larry Bird in the HBO new series Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. The entire first season is available to stream also on uh, HBO uh, Max, and they have announced a su- season two <laughs> pickup. Sean, welcome to the show. I saw every episode. You do a fantastic Larry Bird, and I say that because they got a little bit liberal with the casting. You know, Adrian Brody's an Oscar winner. He doesn't look a whole lot like Pat Riley, but they really wanted to find a guy who who looked like Bird. So <laughs> what did you do to get this part? Thank you. Well, first, thanks for having me on the show, Rick. I really appreciate it. Um <clears throat> I can kind of go back to like 2014 when I actually was just ending, I was just about to graduate from college and I was trying to figure out how to write myself a role in terms of, you know, mixing my writing and acting passions. And I'd been told in high school that I kind of looked like bird. So I was like, all right, let's see if he has a story. I read this book called when March went mad by Seth Davis and just decided to write a script. Um, and it first started off as a biopic, but then it kind of morphed into this mini series about bird and magic from their high school years to the 79 championship game. So I'd been continuously writing, researching, pitching, uh, got Thomas Carter attached to direct it, who is an Emmy award-winning director and directed coach Carter. Um, and then this, you know, this audition popped up and, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like my sister-in-law's friend told me about it. Um, and it just kind of went from there. You know, and I'm in my fifties. I remember the careers of these guys so well. And I was in high school when these, when magic and bird were rooks and that, that I don't want to say mullet, but the bangs, the milk stain mustache, how much of that, did you spend like two hours in makeup, like Planet of the Apes? And how much of that was like, I already got this? <laughs> um, it was, it was only about like an hour 15 in hair and makeup, but yeah, it was, it was all hair and makeup for that. Um, there was one day when I came on set and I did have like a little pimple and <laughs> the makeup people were like, great, that <laughs> gives us less work to do. And I was like, all right, sweet. I'm glad to help. <laughs> Yeah, they want zits. I remember yeah. <laughs> uh, when Arsenio was on the air, he was like, you know, when the Celtics draft people, they go, give me that white guy with the cyst. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of that going on. Well, you you played the role well. And, uh, of course, the way that, you know, McKay, uh, you know, wrote this, this part, you basically would just kind of spit, say a swear word, and then, uh, you know, walk out of the room. Was it kind of fun being such a, an ass? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, 
I, I like to consider myself a nice guy in real life. So it was, it was kind of nice to dial up the, the dick intentions. Um, it was, it was very, you know, it was just, all right, I'm this competitive. He's probably competitive to like the infinityth degree compared to me. So how would that inform the situation of these scenes? And that's kind of where the foundation of it started. There's a great, Watergate podcast called Dick Intentions too. You might want to <laughs> check that out. Gonna have to look into that. Yeah. So I'm. It's funny. At first, I was really surprised that there's a season two, and then I'm thinking, what, what am I talking about? They only did Magic's first year. Of course, you can make as yeah. many seasons of this as you want, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hoping for you know, I'll, I'll be like LeBron, not five, not six, not seven. <laughs> you know, I'll. I'll I'll take as many seasons as Larry Bird is in. <laughs> now, the other question is sometimes they'll find the perfect actor or actress for a role of an athlete and they're unathletic as all hell. So how much <laughs> did you already know how to hoop it up so you didn't look like you had no idea what you're doing? Yeah, I played basketball my whole life. I mean, like starting in second grade, it was my favorite sport to play. I played all throughout high school um, and continued playing like intramurals and stuff like that. I was... You know, I'm six four. Uh, I played like the stretch four five in high school because I was one of the tallest guys on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, so couldn't really translate that to D one. I wasn't uh, like a Draymond esque, just undersized, doing Swiss utility knife type of things. But um, yeah, I loved playing the game. I loved watching it. And the hardest part was just going from my game, which is like the modern day basketball game and learning how to dribble like bird and like they did in the eighties. And then obviously his shot, that was like the main focus for us was making sure his shot was perfect. So no one could kind of come away from it thinking like, yeah, he played it well, but like that jumper that just wasn't bird. We want, we really wanted to hone in on that. Yeah. Cause he would hold the ball high over his head and get that kind of high release. Yeah. But you did a good and job. His left, his left arm is just like, cocked out like it's ready to knock someone out whenever he goes up for the shot yeah good stuff couple more questions for sean patrick scott plays larry bird in winning time on hbo um do you have people like maybe old celtics fans contact you and and say oh my gosh you brought back so many great memories and then conversely did you have anybody say how dare you play him as such a hick from french lick um I haven't had anyone like reach out and contact me specifically. I did have moments on set where there would be some background actors that would come up to me and be like, I'm from Boston and you're doing a great job. And I'm like, that's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. Um, Because, you know, Bostonians will definitely tell you what they're thinking. They don't care who you are, what you're playing and all that. So um, I've gotten that. And really, I mean, the only negative stuff i've seen is just yeah people thinking that it's too french lick hickey but you know (laughs) gotta gotta roll with the punches well and for people who watch this they have to know that this is way over the top tongue-in-cheek they make jerry west look like a megalomaniac they make kareem look like he's a complete jerk 24 7 and i know that jerry west and kareem you know they they weren't real happy with it, but it's uh, yeah. it's a caricature of the whole thing, isn't it? 
I think, I mean, they tried to dramatize it, but keep it grounded as much as possible. It's kind of where the season one arc is very important instead of viewing it like, you know, episode by episode. If you just watch the pilot, then you'll be like, all right, what are the points of these characters? But it, that's what gets you into it. And then the payoffs are throughout the season, um, which I think, like, I think Jerry West's character is one of the most redeemable characters by the end of the season. Um, and that's just, I mean, I know that's just my opinion, but mm-hmm. that's one of the things where, you know, I was like, well, maybe they should watch the whole show and then give their take on it. <laughs> was it hard? Cause I, what did you come in like episode six? I mean, was it hard for you to tell your Seven, friends? Yeah. yeah. It's like, just wait, I'm coming. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Cause like I, uh, you know, I'm in the pilot for like a split second. And so people are like, Oh, Larry Bird's in it. And then my friends are like, all right, it's like episode four. They're like, all right, when are you actually going to be in it again? And I'm like, just wait, just wait. I can't, <laughs> I can't divulge that information. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun process week by week to kind of go through that with everybody. Let's say you're in a Ramada Inn in, in Tulsa, you're in the elevator, Larry Bird gets in. Do you keep your mouth shut? Do you say hi or do you say, look, I'm playing you on that show. What should I do more of? What should I do less of? Um, I think I introduce myself and ask if I can buy him a beer. I don't know if I ask what I should do more or less of because his response might just be to F off. (laughs) (laughs) So have you already begun shooting season two? Is it in the can or is it scheduled? Um, It's scheduled. I think the most recent thing I've been hearing is that we're possibly starting to shoot in August at some point. Um, so I'm just kind of, you know, doing my own workout routine to kind of stay primed and ready for whenever the the call comes. And last question, do you now have an affinity for Boston? Are you rooting for the Celtics tonight? Well, I'm from Northern California originally, so I'm rooting for the Warriors, yeah, but yeah. Boston is definitely my, my second team now because of that. Um, cause now I'm just doubling down on the rivalry that I've had with the Lakers, with the Warriors team, obviously the yeah. Lakers have had the better of that rival. I, I wouldn't even know if I would call that a rivalry between the Warriors and the Lakers, no. but, um, you know, just the NorCal SoCal rivalry, I guess. Where are uh, you, where are you? I'm NorCal too. Where are you from? Um, I'm from like Mountain View, Los Altos area. Ah, you're a Peninsula guy, huh? Yeah, I went to Los Altos High School. Oh, okay. Did you ever go to the Black Watch with a fake ID? I did not. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's how he kept his nose clean, and that's how he is in Winning Time: The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. The entire first season is available on HBO and streaming on HBO Max, and season two is coming around the corner. We've been speaking with the man playing Larry Bird very well, and it's Sean Patrick Small. Sean, thanks for coming on, and uh, go Warriors. Thanks for having me, and yeah, go Dubs. All right. Let's get that win. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla! Is that what you're telling me?
This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Oh, that's messed up. That uh, hurts my feelings uh, as well. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Yeah, that's right. I said uh, Radio Network. It is our pleasure now to welcome to the show filmmaker Bogdan George Petri. He has a new film called Miracle, and uh, this is uh, premiering um, tomorrow from Film Forum, uh, distribution from uh, Film Movement. First of all, Bogdan, I want to say uh, Jorge instead of George. And am I saying a Petri, a Petri? How do you say it? I was, uh, by the way, thank you so much for having me, Rick. And I was just about to say that uh, it's an unusually good pronunciation. Uh, you know, I usually don't get it uh, so good in, uh, in the United States. So it's a petri if you want to talk. It's very much Italian. I'm Romanian, of course, but the Romanian is a Latin language. So uh, I understand Italian 80% is very related. So if you think about it as an Italian name, that's how you pronounce it. A petri. Yes. Yes. I like that. What part of Italy are you uh, from? No, I'm from Romania. I was just oh, Romania. Romania. Oh, was sorry. Latin language. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you uh, like uh, Bucharest, Ploest, somewhere in there? Uh, I am up north, very close to Ukraine, actually, about uh, half an hour away from Ukraine, uh, speaking of current events. It's where the film was shot, actually, because the whole idea was to, to shoot a trilogy in my small town, in my the, the small town that I grew up with. Obviously, I've been living in New York for 21 years. But I keep coming back every year. So a few years ago, I had the idea I should make three movies in this town that I know so well. I know how people walk, how people shake hands, how they open cars, how they park, how they make tell jokes and things like that. So I really thought it's a, a place I know very well. Miracle that opens tomorrow is the second installment in this trilogy. The movies don't have any kind of narrative connection. So you don't miss anything if you didn't see the first one, which is called Unidentified. Um, yeah, but so that's where I'm from, the north part of Romania on the border between Moldova and Transylvania, the two historical provinces of Romania. Yes. Now let's talk about the plot of Miracol. A young nun comes out of the monastery to attend to an urgent matter, doesn't make it back, and the police start the investigation. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that, and did you shoot it in Romania? Yes, I shot it in Romania. It's in Romanian, obviously, with English subtitles. And mm-hmm. the story, I think the viewers who will come to see the film, uh, they would appreciate the newness of the structure because the, the film doesn't follow a traditional, you know, some, many times today, and I think in most cases, actually, when you see a film, it's very predictable. So by minute 10, you know exactly how it's going to, more or less, how it's going to end. This one has a very unusual structure. The movie is divided into two halves. So one concentrates on one character, which is the nun that leaves the monastery for undisclosed the reason, obviously, you find it later in the film, and um, the police inspector who investigates her case. But gradually, as you see the film, you realize the two halves are not disjointed, are not connected just through a police investigation. There's way more at work there. So it's pretty rewarding in that, uh, in that respect if you, if you stand till the end. But... Uh, you know, it's uh, it's hard to... This movie doesn't have a lot of characters. It goes deep rather than wide, so it has um, few characters. It's almost hard to talk about the story without giving spoilers because of that. But it's a layered movie, so um, as you watch it, another layer reveals itself, another layer reveals itself. So uh, it's, I would say, you know, it's, uh, it's a totally different experience than going and watching a mainstream American movie, for example. Not that I'm looking down to mainstream American movies, not at all, but it's a different experience. 
No doubt. Now, you wrote the movie as well, so when you write it and you direct it, it is really, it's your baby, so to speak. And on the one hand, that must be very liberating because you're in control, but also that means that all the responsibility is on your shoulders. Uh, so do you have a lot of sleepless nights? Um, when I make the movie, yes, as you said, but when, when I stop making it, it is liberating because in a way it's not my film anymore, and I don't mean it in a arty way, you know. Uh, but really, when you when you finish a movie, I've been traveled to a lot of countries. We premiered in the Venice Film Festival. I went to everywhere, including you know Cairo, Egypt. So people in Cairo see the movie differently. People in Madison, Wisconsin, a few weeks ago, see it differently. People in Italy see it differently. So you realize at some point you make something. You have to be specific. You have to be direct. But then it opens up like a flower almost. Everybody gets what they 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 want. What they a part of them is in the movie. So it's liberating that. I don't, um, I'm not tight, I'm not worried about the reaction because I know it's going to be different and diverse as it should be. No doubt. And when I think about, you know, Romanian actors in Hollywood or Romanian Americans like Bela Lugosi and um, Harvey yeah, yeah, Keitel, yeah. Edward G. I think Sebastian Stan said that he's uh, Romanian. Um, yes, yes, he is. Yeah, um, as yeah, well. Robinson, you're about to, you're about to say from the golden age of Hollywood, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, with the, the the actors in this, Iona um, uh, Bugarin, Emmanuel Parvu, yeah. Cesar Antal, yeah. tell us a little bit more, especially about uh, Bugarin because she's great in this. Yes, I think the actors in Romania are great, uh, and they're you know I'm not saying it, everybody is saying it with the Romanian new wave going strong for the past 20 years, and I think it has something to do with a very strong theatrical tradition. So all my actors are not film actors, mainly they are theater actors. They are, you know, full-time employees of theaters. They do six, seven plays a year. So they have the discipline. They have the discipline of that. And in my particular movie, uh, specifically, uh, or especially where I have long takes, sometimes I have six-minute long takes, eight-minute uh, long takes, 16-minute long takes, Without a strong theatrical background, I don't think actors, other actors would have been able to pull it off. So they're very strong actors. They give, uh, and again, I'm not saying it, you know, the reviews are saying they give very strong uh, performances. And I think, uh, you know, the tradition of acting in Romania has been incredibly strong, even during communism, where, uh, by the way, I grew up during communism up until I was 14. And the movies were crap during communism, or just, you know, about, uh, I don't know, the communist government doing this or that. But still, the acting was great there, and theater was able to go on. So I think we, we the young filmmakers, are reaping the, the fruits of that. I remember when I was a kid, and uh, I think I was 16 in 1981, and I was working the uh, Avon tennis tournament out here in Oakland, California, and yeah, yeah. one of the nicest players was Virginia Ruzic. Do you remember her? Uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and she's the manager of uh, Simona Halep, our current uh, star in tennis number one. Unfortunately, wow. she was kicked out from Roland Garros a week ago. I was very sad about it. But yeah, Virginia Ruzic is, uh, is in, you know, we are proud of her in mm. Romania. And Ilya Nastase, of course, who, by the way, was oh, the nasty. first number one. Nasty. <laughs> first number one in history. Very good. And then uh, I remember when I worked the uh, 94 World Cup, I was at Stanford, I saw the the knockout round between Sweden and, and Romania with Jorge Haji and Dimitrescu and Radicoyu and Jika Popescu and all those great players. Don't mention that match because it still gives me a stomachache. Uh, <laughs> the penalties. After so many years. <laughs> <laughs> the 
And I was rooting for Romania that game too. Very yeah. much rooting yeah, yeah. for Romania. Very, very good. That was that we call that the golden generation. Yeah. So um, just a couple more questions here um, for uh, Bogdan Jorge uh, Petri, the the movie Miracle. Um, what were some of the challenges, obviously, during this pandemic, which is obviously still not over, but some of the challenges you had with making it and then distributing it? Yes. Um, I was lucky enough to shoot it in the summer of 2019, so just before the pandemic. We shot two movies at the same time. Uh, so I shot Unidentified, the first installment of the trilogy, and Miracle, at the same time in the same summer. So I put Miracle aside for one year while I finished Unidentified. So just as it happened, you know, the pandemic came, so the post-production, that was the biggest challenge, the post-production, which was done in another former communist country, in Czech Republic, at the Baron Dog Studios, the famous uh, ex-communist uh, studios there, was, you know, was very hard because of that. And a new wave came at the time, Prague again shut down, we worked with a limited, uh, limited team, and then we were, again, we were lucky enough to premiere in Venice Film Festival in September last year, where, again, it was a little bit easier. So I think it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. But, uh, you know, as a filmmaker, your life is full of challenges, so you, you really have to adopt the principle of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So I don't complain. I don't complain. I get it released. I get it to be seen here in the United States. So I have nothing to, nothing to complain. You know, challenges are there to be overcome. How is it? When you have all this in your head, it's almost like, you know, George Lucas with Star Wars. He's got nine movies in his head. Is it hard to, when you think about a trilogy, to just concentrate on that one when you're thinking about the other ones? Uh, yes and no. It's easy at some point because you have a larger uh, canvas to work with. So, you know, you don't feel the pressure of, okay, this movie, this is it, you know, and it's just a part of a larger thing. And at the same time, indeed, I'm writing the third one right now, the third movie in the trilogy, and I do find myself conflicted at times. Do I concentrate on the story as a self-contained unit without uh, taking those two movies into account? Or am I trying again to bring characters from the other movies, maybe secondary characters in other movies that become principal here? So it is, uh, it is something to contend with, absolutely. But I think it's easier as well, because, it, again, you have three movies to work with, in my case, not mine, like Lucas. Um, and I think it's liberating in many ways. And that's the thing we were, I was talking about, uh, Iona Bugarin. She plays Christina in Unidentified and in Miracle, right? That's just carries yeah. on. Yeah. 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 And many, many characters. I would say, you know, for the, I mean, eventually the, the movies will get on streaming platforms. In Romania, they're already on the same streaming platform. And many people are watching them back to back. And that would be the ideal, uh, you know, the ideal way to see the trilogy, see them... Uh, close to each other and realizing all those connections. Sometimes the character, by the way, just passes in the background or shakes somebody's hand, but it's still the main character from another from another film. Um, so again, it's something that I, I was planning all along for one movie to help the other. If you like one movie, you're going to see the other two. If you don't like one movie, for example, you have two more chances to, to like one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody should check this out. It's uh, premiering tomorrow from uh, Film Forum, distributed by Film Movement. We've been speaking with the writer and director, Bogdan Jorge Petri. And uh, once again, the, the movie is Miracle in Romanian. And I'll say, if I say pronounce the Mulțumesc? Uh, cu plăcere. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Mulțumesc. And uh, cu plăcere is my answer. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for coming on, Bogdan. Thank you, Rick, and all the best to, to your listeners. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Violin.
How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as 40 bucks a month. 800-723-2391 800-723-2391 That's 800-723-2391 I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. uh, Thank you for that. And uh, yesterday, the United States men's national team played a friendly against uh, Morocco. 
And uh, this was uh, in Cincinnati, and the USA won comfortably 3 nothing. <clears throat> and uh, congratulations, Brendan Aronson with a goal. He's the one who is going to be staying full-time with uh, Leeds United in the Premier League. But uh, Christian Pulisic, the best American player, and on his way to be the best American player ever, said after the game, quote, for whatever reason, I'm not super happy with the amount of Americans here. However, that works out, if I'm being completely honest. But thanks to the ones who did come, and the support is always great from them. Well, here's the thing I'd like to say to Christian Pulisic, who, by the way, as an American and as someone who loves soccer, I love the guy. I do. Not on a personal level, but I love the guy. Shut up. (laughs) You were part of a team, even though you were just a kid and it's not your fault, but you were part of a team that missed out on an entire World Cup cycle. You managed, you contrived not to qualify from CONCACAF. Now, Italy has missed out on two straight World Cups, or they will coming up in December, November. If you miss out on one in Europe, and you're Italy, that's a disaster. But you're going up against Belgium, England, Germany, France, the Netherlands, okay? Even an, an, an quote-unquote easy game. You're playing Scotland and Wales. You're trying to tear your heart out. Ukraine, by the way, Ukraine got past Scotland. Now they're going to play Wales on Sunday. And they will go into the USA group. That's kind of scary. But you're playing Spain. You're playing all these great countries, so you can kind of understand it. You miss out on a World Cup cycle, and yeah, you won the Gold Cup, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you qualified. There are a million things going on. There's NBA playoffs. There's Major League Baseball. And you're going to get mad because there weren't enough fans in the stands? Just shut up. Be glad that anybody came, to tell you the truth. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Transgender athlete Leah Thomas tells ABC News that transgenders are not a problem for women's sports. You can't go halfway and be like, I support trans women and trans people, but only only to a certain point. Where if you support trans women as women and they've met all the all the NCA requirements and I don't know if you can really say something like that. Trans women are not a threat to women's sports. The Uvalde Police Department and the Uvalde Independent School District Police Force are no longer cooperating with the Texas Department of Public Safety's investigation into the massacre at Robb Elementary School. The Uvalde Police Chief and a spokesman for the Uvalde Independent School District did not immediately respond to requests from news outlets to explain the silence. USA Radio News.
Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1- 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. Traffic pedestrians and joggers reappeared on the streets of Shanghai on Wednesday as China's largest city began returning to normalcy amid the easing of a strict two-month COVID-19 lockdown. Shanghai's Communist Party Committee issued a letter online proclaiming the lockdown success while defending President Xi's hardline zero-COVID policy. The country's leadership appears to acknowledge the public backlash against the strict measures. The Supreme Court of the United States, in a narrow 5-4 to four vote, is recognizing free speech for corporate America. The Supreme Court is temporarily blocking a Texas law that restricts some social media platforms from moderating content. In a 5-4 to four vote, the justices granted an emergency request from big tech companies to block a lower court order that would have let the law go into effect. The case is still making its way through challenges in lower courts, so it will likely end up before the Supreme Court again in the future. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. The Tau Hercules meteor shower put on a decent display overnight. The meteor shower peaked around 1 a.m. Eastern Time, with 10 to 15 meteors an hour spotted falling from the night sky. That was according to EarthSky.com. The next meteor shower visible to the United States will arrive October 8th and again October 21st. In a time of war, Ukraine President Zelensky praises his country's ability to unite the world's unified stance against Russia's aggression. Speaking with Newsmax overnight via a translator, Zelensky says it's the American people that make the difference, not political powers. I don't know what would happen if the president, if Donald Trump would be the president for the United States in this situation, so I cannot predict what would happen. But the values of the United States, they're all the same. I mean, any person could become a president. Some might like Ukraine more, some less. Some might have respect to Putin, some might not. But the values that our country is fighting for are definitely the ones shared by the United States and it's truly important that United States still have the institutions working despite whoever comes to power. In the National Hockey League, the Eastern Conference Finals Game 1 of 7 is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Tampa Bay Lightning will travel to the Big Apple and face the Rangers. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News.
Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. For the past 10 years, the Falcons have worn a black helmet in every single game they have played in. That's going to change this year, that they're going to go back to their iconic red helmets, uh, at least as part of their throwback uniform. That'll be week six against the Niners, October 16th. They have not worn a red helmet since November of 2012. And it's a close replica of what they wore from 1966 to 69 because it not only features a gray face mask, but it will have the three different colored stripes going down the middle, white, black, and gold. And according to the Falcons, the helmet's color scheme was designed to represent Georgia Tech and the University of Georgia. That's what they were trying to look like at the time. Makes sense. Get those fans in. Um, So uh, that game against the Niners, they'll have that. And uh, it's a cool look. It really is. With the the long wing coming down. I call it the Steve Bartkowski helmet. And uh, remember, Al Davis sued just about every team that started wearing black. He sued the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he said, for stealing the Raider logo. They didn't. He lost that. He sued the Carolina Panthers because they're silver and black. They're silver and navy blue. He probably would want to sue Stanford. So funny when Stanford wore black. Like the least tough students ever. But anyway, um, the Falcons wore those red helmets from 66 to 89 before they switched to the, uh, the black helmet. And uh, the NFL rescinded the uh, the helmet rule, which was you had to stick with one helmet the entire season. And um, so, I don't know. Uh, it's just little things like that. I've always been fascinated with uniforms and numbers and logos and the whole thing. Like, if you look good, you play good. If you look sloppy, you play sloppy. I kind of buy into that. It's all part of psyching yourself up or psyching yourself out. All right, we have what I believe is our last free segment of the show, so get in next, 1-800-878-PLAY. You may be into punk rock, 
soft rock or classic rock, R&B, hip hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Rens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working up play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check out Rick Tittle. It's hour two of three. Come on in and get heard if you like. As we are heading to the NBA Finals tonight, the two seed from the East versus the three seed from the West. The Warriors have a better record, so they get home court. That's how it works. The Nouveau Riche versus the Old Money, an intriguing NBA Finals matchup. Legendary history. 
versus a contemporary team. Even a touch of ownership rivalry. If you think about how Joe Lacob used to be part owner of the Celtics. But Jason Tatum, he's the best player on the Celtics. They have the best road record in this year's postseason. They are 7-2 and two on the road. And, of course, Steph Curry, one of the best players in the world, one of the best ever, and the best on the Warriors, obviously. The only team that has not lost at home in the playoffs, 9-0. and Now, these teams have met four times before, but it was a different time, <laughs> to say the least. The first three were in the Eastern Conference Finals when the Warriors were in Philadelphia. There is some, uh, by the way, um, people who will argue whether there was a real Philadelphia or not because it means, of course, the city of brotherly love and whether it was in the ancient world and whether it was in present-day Syria or Turkey or Lebanon. People will argue about the original Philadelphia, but we do know about the one that counts, and that's in PA. And by the way, the other four times the Celtics have met up against the Warriors, the Celtics have won all four. 1960, 1962, the second and fourth seasons of their eight straight championships. And then Boston beat the Warriors in the 1964 NBA Finals, a five-game series in which Will Chamberlain outscored Bill Russell 146-56 to and even out-rebounded him by 12. This is why um, a few years ago on the FM station here, we argued greatest player in NBA history, and I went with Wilt. And everybody was like, what? And most people were like, no, it's Jordan. No, it's LeBron. No, it's... And I'm just telling you, and, 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 I, and I don't really care who's the best ever because we'll never find out. It's like would the big thing was would the Bulls in the 90s beat the Warriors in 2015 and why do we argue? They'll never play. It's a ridiculous waste of time. Will Pippen would match up on Dritton? No. It's a waste of time. They'll never know. Right? But I'm just saying, one-on-one in their prime, you want to play a game of basketball, Wilt will beat anybody who ever lived. I'm not saying you can't get your points. I'm just saying Wilt will beat anyone who ever lived. That's just me. All right. Well, After Russell retired, the Celtics added not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, six more championships, including 2008. They beat the Lakers, and in the parade was a minority owner named Joe Lacob with his Celtics ring. And this is a guy from Massachusetts, and... It was 2010 when he came in and bought the Warriors when we all thought Larry Ellison was going to buy him. It said Oracle right there on the arena. And Larry Ellison allowed himself to be outbid. They went back and forth, and he's like, mm, no, that's too much. Just as an investment, it's a great thing. And Joe Lacob came in, milk toast, mealy mouth. He started talking crap about Chris Cohen, who sucked. And Chris Cohan was an absentee owner. He slept in his coffin in his castle at night. Was he Dracula? No, but he was a vampire. 
and uh, I didn't care for him. And he brought in Peter Gooba, who was going to, I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? I remember Peter Goober said, if you go to a restaurant and it has amazing food, but the waiter was rude, the fork was dirty, and your car got dinged in the parking lot, are you going to say you had a good time? He goes, I'm not going to worry about basketball. I'm going to worry about everything else. What the guys with overalls with one strap undone, wearing a flat hat on a skateboard, putting pizza in the audience? I guess so. The cacophony (laughs) of noise. But anyway, uh, Joe Lacob comes in. He ends up turning the wires around. Rick Barry was right about that. And uh, 2015, 2017, 2018, ring, ring, ring. 2016, 2019, loss, loss. And Lacob says, this would be the sweetest one. He said, Boston was very important, and those guys were very helpful. They're friends to this day. Not too close friends, though. I want to kill them right now. I'm going to be honest. I'm very competitive about this, and I'm sure they are too. It's going to be a battle on the court and a little bit of a battle on the ownership level too. We want to kill each other. Now, that's kill as far as sports goes. If you read this back in a court of law, it doesn't sound too good. Did you not say? Did, was it not printed? Did Rick Tittle not say on the air? <clears throat> so, yeah, I remember Joe Lacob, as I, I point out, because it's astounding. 176 in payroll, 170 in luxury tax. They played twice this year, obviously, west and east. The Warriors won in Boston. Boston won out here. And the rematch in March in San Francisco is fresher in the memories than the one in December in Boston. And that's when the Warriors were, I got to see them at the Garden, and I think they went to Boston after that. But that was also the game where Marcus Smart dove and into the back of Curry's left leg, rolled it up, and Curry was out for a significant amount of time. And Steve Kerr labeled the play dangerous. Uh, Draymond Green, of all people, actually said that he didn't think it was that dangerous. But that meant Curry was out for a month with a sprained left foot. And when Curry went out, the Celtics won by 22 points. And Tatum, Brown, and Smart all had at least 20. Well, listen, the next NBA champion could be determined simply by shooting percentages (laughs) at this point. You know, Boston's, when I say suffocating defense, I'm talking about a suffocating perimeter defense which is rare, smart and brown. But the Warriors, whose players enter this series with a total of 123 games of finals experience compared to the Lakers' zero, ranked third in the NBA in field goal percentage, fourth in three-point percentage, and the Celtics are second defensively in field goal percentage, and second in three-point percentages. So Marcus Smart knows he holds the key. And he said, 
I've gone from a naive Southern kid to a championship-starved Bostonian. I won't settle for anything less than Banner 18. Yeah, 18, ladies and germs. That is a lot. And uh, we'll get it underway today. And the the Warriors, you know, I think for every home team, it's almost like a must-win. It's just it's too tight, and I would love to see the Warriors blow them out. I don't think there's going to be a blowout in any of these games unless there's some sort of terrible injury. All right, when we come back, we'll talk a little hockey with Bruce Marshall. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. 
If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk free offer. 800 738 5332. 800 738 5332. 800 738 5332. That's 800 738 5332. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants all right thank you for that and uh welcome back to the show rick tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the american forces radio network always great to catch up with bruce marshall of the gold sheet and goldsheet.com down in vegas as we talk a little hockey and uh bruce kind of a surprise the uh the rangers really jumped tampa bay in game one Six to two, and you look at the tail of the tape: Shesterskin versus Vasilevsky. And um, were you surprised the Rangers got out to such a hot start? Yes, I was, Rick. I, I thought they had a chance to win last night, so it didn't shock me. They won, that they won six two, and were really kind of overwhelming Tampa Bay. Yes, that did uh, in the manner in which they won. Rick, you know the other thing, you know that last night was the sort of ultimate test. We see these occasionally in the playoffs: the uh, rust versus rest matchup there. And you know, a lot of people thought, including some of the guys on TV, said, "Hey, you know, Tampa Bay's have what nine days between games? They're going to be well rested." And uh, the Rangers here, they are off another seven-game grinder. They had to win, you know, another elimination game. Uh, you know, a couple of them. They've won, uh, what, five of those in the last uh, two rounds, and they went seven in each of those in only less than 48 hours since that series completed um, against Carolina and Raleigh, and here they come out smoking. So uh, the rust seemed to uh, be more of a negative, uh, or the, uh, I'm sorry, I mean, the, the rest didn't uh, seem to help, uh, you know, Tampa Bay all that much. So we'll see. Now we'll find out. Uh, Tampa Bay has this great record coming back. What, 17 wins after a loss in playoffs? That will be tested in Game 2. Um, and uh, I think it's kind of critical for uh, Tampa Bay to, to get back in the series here quick because they were sort of overwhelmed in Game 1. I know you just came back from uh, Zurich, or as I say, the Zurich and um, Grasshoppers, the uh, the soccer team there. Um, what was going on in uh, in Schweiz? Yes, we were actually, we ended up the last couple of days, we were in España for most of the time um, with my wife's family, and then uh, we went up to Switzerland to see the grandkids a bit. Uh, mostly just uh, we watched the uh, uh, Champions League final in Lugano, actually, with uh, Real Madrid and Liverpool, and now they're getting ready for the you know the Nations League and all that. But uh, it was a lot of... Uh, um, you know, Real Madrid and uh, Liverpool was really the dominant thing about uh, all of Europe last week, and uh, that was certainly the topic of conversation on the weekend. 
No doubt. All right. Um, speaking of uh, Shesterski, and he is one of the three Hart finalists. Obviously, Matthews and McDavid are in there as well. Um, the question I have is, are you okay with a goalie being an MVP candidate, being they have the Vezina? And I know it's different than the Cy Young and the MVP, because I don't like it when pitchers get MVPs. They only play every five days. That's why we have the Cy Young. But the goalie does play every day, and if the guy between the pipes is the best guy, he's the best guy, right? I agree, and I also agree with that. In hockey, I have less problem with a goalie winning an MVP than, uh, you know, a pitcher in, in baseball. I mean, I guess, you know, Fernando Valenzuela was the MVP in 81. That was a special year for him and the Dodgers, so I could sort of see that. 42 years ago, 41 years ago, God, I can't believe it's that long ago, uh, but Shusterkin was sort of the you know, central, central piece there of this resurgence by uh, – by the Rangers, and of course the coaching change uh, with Gerard Gallant in there. So I have, I don't have much of a problem, though I would still think, uh, you know, into the playoffs, I would have thought this might be Matthews' year to finally win it. But when you watch McDavid, Rick, I, you know, there's something different about him. He takes these games to such another level, and, and you really just hold your breath if you're on the other side or a fan of the team that's playing the Oilers, you just hold your breath every time McDavid's on the ice because he's that breathtaking. And I suppose, you know, if you're playing, I and mean, McKinnon's not one of the final three, and you sort of get that feeling when McKinnon's out there for Colorado, too, that he could turn it around on the car. But McDavid is something different. I mean, he, he just takes everything to another level. So I, I think he might be my pick, and especially if, if Edmonton can keep going here. Uh, I know. Colorado fans had their heart in their mouth the other night. Even when they had that 7-3 lead, it didn't feel safe. And I think we've got more fireworks to come from McDavid in these playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you, too. And it's only fitting that McDavid was the guy that won the Battle of Alberta there in OT. A couple more questions for Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet. You talked about the the uh, coaching uh, carousel. Um, after the Habs got rid of uh, Dominique Ducharme, they put in Martin San Louis as the head coach. He's now the head coach. What do you think about that and some of the other moves we've seen? They they revived under San Louis. That was a surprise hire when it when it happened, but I mean he did well enough. I certainly think he deserved, you know, the extension there. So I, I get that what Montreal did to keep San Louis in place. But the coaching carousel has gotten all of a sudden very crowded here with some unexpected things. Rick Bonus retiring out of Dallas, that's another one to add to the mix, and that's a good team, too. And we've seen, you know, obviously Vegas, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Rick, Pete DeBoer gets his walking papers. By the way, uh, if you, if you're, a lot of people who don't like the Gold Knights around the league are taking a lot of joy in Gerard Gallant getting the Rangers on the step of getting to the Stanley Cup. Remember, he was the guy that Bill Foley moved out in place of DeBoer, mm-hmm. and uh, now they moved DeBoer out and looking for somebody else. Uh, the Islanders, of course, we talked about them. And Barry Trotz a couple of weeks ago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and then these teams that had interims. Montreal's going to keep um, Saint Louis. Chicago, Winnipeg, and Florida decisions still to be made there. So there's like eight openings I count right now. And from what we're hearing is the market is sort of on hold right now until Barry Trotz decides what he wants to do. Uh, he's taking his time here. Um, and... Uh, all of a sudden, some different things are popping up. If Florida really does open up, that would certainly be one for him to look at. A lot of people think he may end up in Vegas. Personally, I think he's going to look at that and say, I don't know if I want to work for Mr. Foley. They're just a little too cutthroat in Vegas. 
right now. Dallas uh, gives you some of the same tax breaks in Texas that you get in Nevada. That's a team that's uh, pretty close. If you saw Ottinger in the playoffs playing goal, I think that might be kind of interesting for him. Um, so he could, he could jump into some contenders uh, right away. He doesn't maybe have to look at the Detroit or Philadelphia, Chicago. And he is from Manitoba, so Winnipeg makes some sense for him. But what we're hearing is that the market is kind of frozen until Trotz decides what he wants to do. There are some other names out there. I mean, Pete DeBoer is back available. Rick Tockett is getting pretty visible on uh, the TNT coverage where he's very good. Uh, there's some talk that he may want to get back into it. Paul Maurice, Claude Julien, uh, Waschel from uh, Detroit. We did an okay job trying to keep them afloat that they didn't make the breakthrough for him. Uh, and plenty of other assistants around the league who are ready to get their shot. So this is going to be very interesting. It looks like maybe none of this stuff's going to happen until the finals is complete and Trotz makes his decision. That's going to be the one we want to watch sometime uh, later in June. I was once introduced to uh, Mark Davis by a local uh, sportscaster here as Rick Tockett. And uh, he goes, you know, Rick. <laughs> he's like, you know, Rick Tockett. I'm like, oh, it's the guy with the flyers. He goes, ah, oh, I mean, Rick Tuttle. Anyway, um, one quick more, uh, one more quick question. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, the entire city of Calgary is doing everything they can to keep him. They basically beg him wherever he goes. Is he going to stick around? Uh, I think he probably will, just because that's been a good fit. They showcase him there. Um, I know they're disappointed the way that thing ended against uh, Edmonton, but, I mean, they're very close to Calgary. He's going to have a tougher time finding a better situation. Now, the dollar thing, we'll see. That may end up taking some, you know, changing his mind. And the tax thing in Canada makes it a little tougher for some of those teams to make the deals. So, in the end, you know, he's going to probably get more money somewhere else if he goes somewhere else. But uh, he's got an awful good hockey situation for himself in Calgary. So my gut feel is he'll probably stay there, but we'll want to watch that as well. And what's going on with the gold sheet? I think a little NBA Finals tonight. little NBA Finals, you're right, Rick. little Stanley Cup. Uh, we're uh, into the conference finals here now. we got Game 2, Edmonton and Colorado. Can't wait for that after Game 1 in Major League Baseball. Uh, so it's actually pretty busy into June here, and the, uh, this year the Stanley Cup will go further than the NBA Finals, so we're going well into June with uh, hockey. So picks there every day, goldsheet.com. Football will be coming up in a little while. We're already into June, so we're not too far away. My picks up there, they're also at vegasinsider.com. There he is, Bruce Marshall. Check out the goldsheet and the goldsheet.com. Good stuff, Bruce, and uh, welcome back to uh, America. Okay, Ricky. Take care. Have a good week. All right, uh, you too. And not to sound like a douche, uh, but he mentioned Lake Lugano. Oh, my gosh. What a beautiful, beautiful lake. I know Lake Como gets all the love and George Clooney lives there and blah, blah, blah. But Lake Lugano is in the San Bernardino Pass, which is in Switzerland. It's one of the places where you can get to Italy from Switzerland. And Switzerland has four official languages. They have German, uh, Italian... French and Romanche, which is the local one, but that's the Italian speaking part of uh, Switzerland. That's why I said Schweiz, because in Zurich they speak German, but then it's like Lausanne and Genève. They speak French. I am from Suisse. Swiss cheese. I'm Rick Tittle. There's enough of that. Come on back.
deserves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. And right now at Wendy's, they're only a buck each. Wendy's breakfast biscuits, just a dollar. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet your buck on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. Offer only applies to bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuits. Limit five qualifying items per transaction and per person per day. Not valid in a combo. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-391-8713. 800-391-8713. That's 800-391-8713. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968-800-817-2968-800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Und jetzt das Platznehmen der Amerikaner. drinking that haterade and bow down to ricky t y'all all right thanks for that and uh, welcome back to the show rick tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the american forces radio network uh brand new out right now from workman publishing is the Re- revised second edition it says on the cover even better even worse 
It is the best of the Rejection Collection, 297 cartoons that were too dark, too weird, or too dirty for The New Yorker, and uh, rescued, as it says, by Matthew Diffie, or do you say Defay? Hello? It's funnier that way. I'm sorry, I, we had your mic you down. Me? Are you Diffie or Defay? It's Diffie. I'll All right. say it's funnier that way. Right? Yeah, it is funnier that way. Diffie Duck, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, now, the New Yorker, uh, of course, is known for its avant-garde and, and sometimes pushing the envelope for cartoons. So what, what, <laughs> I guess uh, it's self-explanatory. These were too dark, too weird, too dirty. How did they survive? Well, we held on to them, and we gathered them, you know, put them all in this book. These are the ones, like, the New Yorker is, you know, sophisticated and uh, appropriate, intellectual. These are, are not. So these are the ones that the New Yorker was totally right to reject, uh, but we still like them. Yeah, I'm looking at one. It's guys meeting. This is Jerry. His family used to own my family. <laughs> right. <laughs> The New Yorker would be probably afraid to run that one. <laughs> Where did these, I mean, I guess obviously when they're rejected, they're not, you know, torn up and thrown away. The authors hold on to them, right? Illustrators. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we keep them. And you can bring them back and try to re- resubmit them down, you know, later on or rework them and try again. But in most cases, these are the ones that really we, we came up with the idea, but we kind of knew this doesn't have a chance. Um, but we draw them anyway, just because that's what we do. And then, if nothing else, we just show them to each other. And so, instead of like showing them to each other and kind of snickering in the in the back of the room, we just decided to put them all into a book. And uh, to me, they're the funnier ones, just because we can go anywhere. We can be outrageous, and we can get those kind of those kind of naughty laughs, like laughing in church when you're just sort of like, you know, you're not supposed to laugh at this, but it is also funny. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at an Eric <clears throat> Eric Lewis one. Of course, when you go to a Broadway play, you get the Playbill, and um, it mm-hmm. says another disappointing party at the Playbill Mansion, and they've got the uh, the, the frame poster, and just everyone's sitting around. And I hate to say it, but I don't get it. <laughs> well, as, as, as it's the less uh, uh, exciting party uh, compared to the Playboy Mansion. This is the Playbill Mansion. Right, right, right. Oh, a lot, okay. A lot more boring. Oh, yeah. now I get it. Not as exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. that's perfect. To me, like a cartoon, you need that little pause mm-hmm. where you kind of have to wait a second, and then the gears turn, and then something clicks, and you get that sort of right. eureka Right, because if, if it had said it's not as exciting at the Playbill Mansion, I would have got it immediately. But I yeah. like how I like how it's yeah, an, another another one. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The uh, good thing about these, the books, you know, this, you know, we got all these, whatever, almost 300 cartoons, but we, I also made the cartoonist, there's 54 cartoonists in this book, so um, I, I made each one of them fill out this crazy questionnaire, which gets, you know, gets kind of a, a sense of how they, how their brain thinks, but it's also like just chock, chock full of jokes. Like, I ask all the cartoonists the same questions, like, you know, fill out this pie chart to show us something about your life, and people do really creative stuff, or like, what's the worst? Uh, what what would be the worst pizza topping? And people go crazy with all kinds of <laughs> weird ideas. To me, that was one of the more fun parts of the book. And it gives it, you know, you can go through a cartoon book in half an hour. This gives it that next level of kind of delving in and de- digging into the, this stuff. But lots of jokes in there. Yeah, you take each author and you give them facts and uh, in infrequent 
I, I should say IFAX, right? Yeah, exactly. Infrequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at one from, I got the book in my hand here, J.C. Duffy, mm-hmm. this woman spread open at the gynecologist, and she says, I spy London, I spy France, neither of which rhymes with yeast infection. <laughs> that that got yeah. the rejection, huh? You're not going to see that in the fancy New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> and probably shouldn't. But why is it like, I'm looking at a mic. That's the fun of it. It's, yeah. Well, it's, it's the cartoonist that you're used to seeing in the New Yorker, and the, where they do very, you know, New Yorker-y kind of jokes. But here, it, it, it's kind of, that to me, that's another level of enjoying this book, is just seeing these sophisticated people doing unsophisticated, outrageous kind of jokes. Go ahead. A couple more questions here from Mike, uh, Matthew Diffie, I should say, the best um, of the rejection collection. Um, there's one here by Mike Tuohy and... Uh, flashing there's a guy flashing a woman from behind with the trench coat she says underwear is aisle nine that to me doesn't seem too uh too rated r outrageous yeah yeah i could see that one running maybe um i don't know me too movement you can't you can't go around flashing women anymore oh i see <laughs> Is there, I don't know. Is there, I, mean, I don't know how somebody would read it. But. Is there a censor or is there a censor board? Do we have one man or woman making these decisions? We have a cartoon editor, uh, Emma Allen, who makes sort of the initial cut of everything that comes in, and then she takes that to, to the, the overall editor-in-chief, who's uh, David Remnick. So I guess between the two of them, um, they make the decisions. But then it doesn't have. we don't have a separate censorship board. I guess they just they know what you can do and what you can't do. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I, I know this is not great radio as I'm looking at these cartoons, just trying to describe <laughs> the, this. <laughs> I, I can't help it, but Glenn Lalive, yeah. there's a, uh, a yeah. cartoon of a cowboy from behind grabbing the junk of a bear and it says high stakes, Texas Hold'em. Rejected. Huh? Yep. Yeah. To me, one of my favorites of his is that DIY blasphemy where he, he, you're supposed to, he drew the Prophet Muhammad, but he didn't draw the head. It's just fill in the, like, connect the dots. I'm just so you basically it right do now. it yourself and get fatwad. But, I mean, that's a, that's a silly cartoon, but it's also kind of a serious Yeah, you yeah, would get, message. speaking of fatwa, yeah, Salman Rushdie right there. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Well, plus, but, in, um, in Islam, you can't draw pictures of people. That's why they have all these, you know, geographical designs. Oh, did you know that? Yeah, so this is you know we can we can I did not know that yeah. I thought it was just the the prophet you couldn't draw. No, it's um, not the mosques yeah, it's uh, all geometric shapes. Yeah, <laughs> DIY <yeah>. plasma. <laughs> but yeah, this is a this is a place where we can do those kind of cartoons. The, and and you know more and more there's less and less stuff you can make jokes about. And I think that's a shame. Well, is Glenn af- afraid of a fatwa now that this book is out? Well, he didn't draw him. He's okay, I think. <laughs> Technicality. Plus, he's in Australia. I don't think, I don't know, maybe he's safe. Uh, I shouldn't tell you where he is. He's in an undisclosed location. Okay. Um, there's <clears throat> another one Glenn did, Glenn Lalive. Um, guy's sitting around a, a conference table, and it said, but first let's all congratulate Ted on his return to work, and it's a jar with a brain in it. And I think that's very clever. Um, I don't understand why that one was too dark. Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's absurd. Some of them, I suppose, they could have gone in, but the truth is there's just too many cartoonists doing too many cartoons, and most of them get rejected just because there's not enough space. You know, the, the new, each issue of The New Yorker has maybe 12, 15 spots for cartoons, and there's there's mm-hmm. well over 100 cartoonists all doing five or ten a week. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of, lot of good stuff gets gets missed. I can see why the Adam and Eve one was re- rejected. Mick Stevens, it's Adam talking to some kind of varmint, says, I don't know how to say this, <laughs> but I found someone else. <laughs> yeah. They're not into bestiality cartoons. I love the one, the though, Yorker. Yeah, where the Mick Stevens, the, the businessman's walking by a vending machine, and it says Cajones, eleven ninety five. Yeah, it's a Cajones vending machine. I don't understand. Well, that Sometimes case. that could be helpful. Yeah. Um, what did, is it the kind of thing, like I know on SNL, they would try to see what they could get past the censor. Is that almost like a, to keep the cartoonist interested it's like let's see how far i can push it and if i can get it passed i imagine there are cartoonists who 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 go to it that way for me it's just like you know you sit down every week trying to come up with really subtle sophisticated intelligent jokes and then like you know a poop joke enters your mind and you gotta draw it even though you know it doesn't have a chance to be in the new yorker but you still draw it just because that's what you do. And if nothing else, you just show it to your other cartoons buddies and well, enjoy I, it. I think, uh, what, I think this is absolutely brilliant. Ed Steed, it's a librarian about to shoot himself in the head with a silencer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but very dark. You know, so they, you know, I mean, suicide is a real horrible, terrible thing. So there's some people that would say you just can't make a joke about that because, you know, they have some sort of personal connection. But um, I, I don't know. We have to live in a world where we can still make jokes about stuff. If you're, if you're not doing it, like, in an evil, mean-spirited way, I'm mm-hmm. all for it. But Ed Steed's doing some great work these days and has some great ones in the, in the book. There's one from uh, P.S. Mueller, pizza delivery guy, delivers a pizza to God, and God, God says, it's got pineapple on it, you'll have to go to hell. <laughs> yeah that's he's good that's I not too dark what's the other yeah what has he got the, the, it's just the dumbest cartoon in the book it says crack hoe oh yeah and it's literally just a guy with a hoe shoved down his crack yeah. seen from the back <laughs> very dumb and that you know to me like I don't know it's like I say when you spend your whole day trying to be witty something like that can hit you harder just cause it's so dumb or so crude uh, but it's it's perfect for the rejection collection. But there's a Tom Shane. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say it makes a, it makes a great uh, gift, uh, particularly for Father's Day, and it also makes good toilet side reading. Sometimes you need something you can just pick up and flip to any page and enjoy a bit and put down. Go ahead, Tom Cheney. <laughs> Tom Cheney has one where there's, you know, hillbillies outside a filthy trailer, and it says, "What do you say we just kick back and let things slide for a while?" That's just too offensive to the hippies. I mean, to the to the hillbillies. <laughs> now nah, that could that could have gone in. I imagine. Um, yeah, I, I can have s- some others that definitely would not be allowed. Well, let me let me just end with this one. Paul Noth. It's got these uh, Buddhists, and they're of course vow of silence. And one guy has all these horrible things written on him. I'm a virgin loser, and I guess is dude, yeah. you totally passed out. 
<laughs> it says yeah. ass face on and his then they, face. Yeah. And just the idea that the other Buddhists would grab a Sharpie and start drawing things on the guy who passed out. Oh, man, Lars Kenseth, the flying saucer with the nuts, three nuts yeah. on the back. Truck nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's crude and it's gross and lowbrow and you've never seen it in New York. But it's also brilliant. That's uh, what, to me, that's, that's the sweet spot for rejection collection cartoons. And you do have to have a certain sense of humor, which I think you do, <laughs> to appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, I hope people will go buy it so we can keep making them because we, we definitely are... Got a steady stream of rejections coming. Yeah, the Sam Gross, the Find the Clitoris arcade video game. <laughs> all right. I could just yeah. sit here all day. What you should do, ladies and yeah. germs, is pick this up from Workman Publishing, workman.com, the best of the rejection collection, 297 cartoons that were too dark, too weird, or too dirty for the New Yorker, revised second edition, even better, even worse, rescued by our guest Matthew Diffie. Matthew, thanks for coming on, man. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. I had a good time with that. That might have been the worst radio interview ever because I'm describing cartoons, but they were hilarious. Come on back. your car payment treating you what if i told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as 83 dollars a month look at your car payment closely you could be paying as high as 20 percent interest rate genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48 percent apr we can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars new or used and save you money every month put more money back in your pocket the call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217.
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Now, that really hurts my feelings. Uh, Robbie Cano, don't you know, it looks like his time with the Padres has uh, ended, according to San Diego Porter Annie Heilbrunn. Uh, they are expected to request permission to option him to the minors, which means he can reject that. He's had enough service time. He's now a free agent. 39 years old, signed with the Padres just a couple weeks ago. And um, after being released by the Mets, he got 33 plate appearances, hit 091, 10 strikeouts and a walk. With the Mets in 12 games, he hit 195. It's unclear how he will be received on the open market. Obviously, the uh, Mets are going to have to pay him a lot of money. Uh, but, you know, if you think about eight-time All-Star, five-time Silver Slugger, two-time Gold Glover, top five in most valuable player votes five times. But as I said, Father Time kind of getting him 39 years old. Come on over to the A's. You can't be any worse than what we got. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Transgender athlete Leah Thomas tells ABC News that transgenders are not a problem for women's sports. You can't go halfway and be like, I support trans women and trans people, but only only to a certain point. Where if you support trans women as 
women, and they've met all the all the NCA requirements. And I don't know if you can really say something like that. Trans women are not a threat to women's sports. The Uvalde Police Department and the Uvalde Independent School District Police Force are no longer cooperating with the Texas Department of Public Safety's investigation into the massacre at Robb Elementary School. The Uvalde Police Chief and a spokesman for the Uvalde Independent School District did not immediately respond to requests from news outlets to explain the silence. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1- 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. Traffic pedestrians and joggers reappeared on the streets of Shanghai on Wednesday as China's largest city began returning to normalcy amid the easing of a strict two-month COVID-19 lockdown. Shanghai's Communist Party Committee issued a letter online proclaiming the lockdown success while defending President Xi's hardline zero-COVID policy. The country's leadership appears to acknowledge the public backlash against the strict measures. The Supreme Court of the United States, in a narrow 5-4 to four vote, is recognizing free speech for corporate America. The Supreme Court is temporarily blocking a Texas law that restricts some social media platforms from moderating content. In a 5-4 to four vote, the justices granted an emergency request from big tech companies to block a lower court order that would have let the law go into effect. The case is still making its way through challenges in lower courts, so it will likely end up before the Supreme Court again in the future. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. The Tau Hercules meteor shower put on a decent display overnight. The meteor shower peaked around 1 a.m. Eastern Time, with 10 to 15 meteors an hour spotted falling from the night sky. That was according to EarthSky.com. The next meteor shower visible to the United States will arrive October 8th and again October 21st. In a time of war, Ukraine President Zelensky praises his country's ability to unite the world's unified stance against Russia's aggression. Speaking with Newsmax overnight via a translator, Zelensky says it's the American people that make the difference, not political powers. 
I don't know what would happen if the president, if Donald Trump would be the president for the United States in this situation, so I cannot predict what would happen. But the values of the United States, they're all the same. I mean, any person could become a president. Some might like Ukraine more, some less, some might have respect to Putin, some might not. But the values that our country is fighting for are definitely the ones shared by the United States. And it's truly important that United States still have the institutions working despite whoever comes to power. In the National Hockey League, the Eastern Conference Finals Game 1 of 7 is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. The Tampa Bay Lightning will travel to the Big Apple and face the Rangers. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. I went to the A's game yesterday um, after I got done here. Took Bart over with 5,000 of my closest friends. And um, the A's actually were getting no hit by Verlander into the seventh. Three batters later, they were winning 3-1. to one. A walk, an uh, Elvis Andres double, and a Christian Betancourt home run. And, of course, the A's give it all away. They give up four in the ninth. They score one. They lose by one to the Astros. <clears throat> Just a joke. But it's really a shame what they're doing to that franchise. This is one of the greatest franchises in the history of baseball. Only two other teams have won more World Series, the Yankees and the Cardinals, a founding member of the American League in 1901, a founding member of the National League. A lot of people don't even know. They didn't last long. But, you know, I've seen them go to four... Uh, I've seen them win four World Series. I've seen them go to six with my own eyes. I'm not 100 years old yet. Um, but it's just it's just a garden that they're letting die. They're not watering it. They're not taking care of it. And this isn't like the Mariners who have zero pennants. They've never even been to a World Series. This is one of the greatest franchises in all of American sports history that's just being neglected beyond belief and it really is sad 
The amount of clowns that they have coming to the plate. Seth Brown should not be in the major leagues. Hitting 204. They're letting Pache work through his youth, hitting 160. You know, they have no one on the team you can hit. No one can hit. So, well, Elvis Andres is hot lately. Ooh, great. But they just have clown after clown coming to the plate. It's it's just it's just it's a sin. This isn't the Mariners you're flushing down the toilet. It's the A's, and it it's just sad. It makes me sad. All right, let's talk some sports. One eight hundred. 878 play. We'll do it in the next segment with uh, JD Sharp. We'll talk a little MLB. Uh, we need to talk about, uh, well, I talked about the NBA Finals. We're going to watch that too. So come on back. We got another hour. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com.
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. If we get our guest, we will uh, throw him on the airwaves. 1-800-878-PLAY. I've got a little open segment here I wasn't expecting, so if you'd like to get in, uh, we'd like to hear from you. You know, as I was talking about on Monday that now we're on Tuesday, now that we're past Memorial Day, we can start looking at the standings, and then we can start looking at who's the MVP, who's the Cy Young blah, blah, blah. But what about all-stars? You know, and everybody needs one from every team. And I'm someone who really likes that, by the way. I like that every team gets at least one. And you say, oh, someone misses out. If you're really good, you ain't going to miss out. All right, we found our guest, and it is J.D. Sharp from AgainstTheNumber.com. AgainstTheNumber.com is... <clears throat> a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking distribution process is simple. And their results are real. JD's with us to talk a little MLB. And um, JD, just for fun, Robbie Cano, he's almost 40 years old. The Mets owe him a lot of money. He got a cup of coffee with San Diego. He couldn't even hit 100. If you're a team, you can take him on for the minimum. Do you do it or do you say, what a waste of time? You just say, only way we're going to sign you is if you start cycling again, if you're a team. Because that's the only reason he was successful in the first place. He's, he was abusing substances, and in my opinion, that had a lot to do with his success early in his career. Wow. All right. Now, as we look to, um, uh, you know, I, I always say Memorial Day is kind of the point where you're, you know, you get to the quarter pole, and then you can kind of stop saying, hey, it's April, it's May. No, we're in June now. So you can start to see some pretenders and some contenders. Um, who, for you, would be the biggest disappointment? I mean, like in the American League, when you look at Chicago, um, you look at Seattle, and then in the National League, maybe Philadelphia or Atlanta could fall into that category. Who are some of the teams you think are uh, really not giving us what they should be giving us? I would say that. The, the Phillies have so much talent, and they just lost Segura for, I believe, 10 to 12 weeks. So that's not going to help them at all. And Brown Bryce is Bryce. He wins MVPs, but he only plays about 120 games a year, kind of like Trout does. He's just that good, but he's also that injury-prone. Why is that? I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think the Phillies have been definitely been a, a disappointment in the National League. And you could maybe say the Mariners, but they didn't have the highest expectations. They had, they had relative expectations picking up Robbie Ray. And now having Julio Rodriguez, who's actually having a pretty good year, he leads uh, MLB with 15 stolen bases, I believe, and he's, he's hitting pretty well. But I think you have to say the White Sox at this point. Uh, the White Sox, they, they do have strong pitching. The, the, the hitting just has not come around the way that it needs to. And obviously, you know, Elo Jimenez isn't, isn't playing, and that's obviously a, a big part of it. But 
I still have a lot of confidence in the White Sox, and I still think they're probably going to make the playoffs. But at, at this point, I would say that that would be the, the largest disappointment on, on the AL is the uh, Chicago White Sox. When you look at the Yankees, and you know who thought that Nestor Cortez was going to pitch like this? Uh, obviously, you know Severino when he's healthy is a great young talent. Garrett Cole makes all the money in the world, but all the money, yeah. Um, Jamison Tayon, Jordan Montgomery, they're, they're pitching really well. But my question is, is it, is it going to be Toronto or is it going to be Tampa Bay that really threatens them? Or do you think both of those will be nipping at the Yankee heels here for a while? I, I think that it'll, it'll probably be Toronto eventually. I like Manoa right now to actually win the Cy Young over Cortez. I'm not a huge Cortez believer. I think that he's going to have a couple outings where, where he gets hit. I think he's pitching. Is he pitching right now? I think the game is going right now. It was like minus 120 at home. I don't know what the, what, know what the score in that game is. But, no, I, I like Manoa. He's got, he's got generational talent as a pitcher as far as I'm concerned. He's got that really strong, sturdy 6'6", 275-pound frame. So he's, he's kind of a, a very imposing presence. Not quite Randy Johnson, more of a, more of like a, a better in-shape CC Sabathia. But they have so much talent offensively as well. And uh, Ryu got hurt, but they, they've got plenty of talent uh, also – especially uh, Romano, their closer. He actually leads the MLB right now in saves. They actually have a much better uh, system of relief pitchers than they've had the last couple of years. I, I think the Blue Jays are probably going to be the contender, uh, but the Yankees are, I mean, Tayon, he's got a 2.5 ERA. He's minus 150 today against the Angels in their, in their doubleheader. Montgomery is pitching well. Nestor Cortez is pitching, but I think, again, he's going to fall off. But, yeah, they, they have so much talent. They also have so much talent offensively where they could easily trade a Joey Gallo and not even feel it and pick up uh, – another reliever and or a starter. So I, I, like, I like the Yankees as of right now to represent the, the American League in the World Series. Yeah, that game is underway at Yankee Stadium. Bottom of the third, Otani pitching for the Angels. He's already given up three solo shots, 3 nothing Yankees. Aaron Judge uh, with his 19th um, <laughs> exactly. so far. Um, so you like the Yankees right now, and I understand that. Um, in the Central, you know, as you said, you think the White Sox uh, will still be there. But what about the Twinkies? Uh, I know they put Sonny Gray on the IL, but uh, you know, with the Bryce Lewis and, and Correa, I mean, they're right. they're an interesting team. I mean, the White Sox are a minus fifty and run, and that's not a you know, it's just kind of a fun little stat. But uh, I don't know, Minnesota. I, I kind of feel like we we got to start taking them seriously. Yeah, I think so too. And Sonny Gray was actually having a really fantastic year before he uh, he, he got sat down. And Bailey Elbers actually pitching pretty well. As, you know, as a, he's a, he's a monster. He's six foot ten up there, kind of like Randy Johnson. Um, but yeah, the, the Twins have a, have a lot of talent offensively. Buxton is one of the most talented players. I think that's centered Major League Baseball since Ken Griffey Jr. I think he has that type of long term capability if he can stay healthy, you know, for an entire year. And then obviously Correa is extremely talented. Garver's got a good bat as a catcher. So, yeah, they, they definitely have a lot of talent, and Snow's not even doing much right now. So the, the Twins could certainly be there. I don't think they can compete with the Blue Jays. They just don't have the starting pitching to do it. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely they'll, – they'll probably finish second to the White Sox in the Central, in, in my opinion. Speaking of the Central and the senior circuit, interesting that the, the Buccos are better than the Cubs – uh, right now, but let's talk about the top of the charts there. Milwaukee and St. Louis. St. Louis has in Wainwright, Yachty, and Pujols three guys who I think are 170 years old combined. But yeah, they are. But yeah. but but you, you, I just learned my whole life you write off St. Louis at your peril. That's baseball town USA. So what about the Central? 
Well, yeah, I mean, you look at St. Louis and Nolan Gorman, who has been playing very well. He's a 22-year-old rookie. He went, he went like three for three twice in the last couple of weeks. Arenado, is a, he's a gold glover defensively. He always hits 30 to 30, 35 bombs, 120 RBIs. Uh, Goldschmidt hits 320 pretty consistently. They definitely have the talent offensively. I, I'm not convinced that they have the pitching. I don't really trust uh, you know, Miles Michaelis long-term. I think that uh, Jordan Hicks has not shown that he's, he's really ready to be a starter, so they don't have the pitching, in my opinion, to, to be a real contender. Um, the, the Brewers have all the pitching, and they actually have a very, really solid offensive lineup as well. You know, if they can get uh, Willie Adamas back, then he was actually having a really good year before. Rowdy Tellez has got 30-35 RBIs at catcher, which is a ton of production from there. Uh, Yelich is starting to play a little better, so I, and then you know, Corbin Burns, you know, Cy Young winner last year, he had a really good outing a couple days ago. He's he's a very, very talented pitcher, obviously. So I think that, and even Eric Lauer. Eric Lauer has been pitching. He he, didn't, he actually, I believe he lost against the Cubs two nights ago or two days ago, but he gave up maybe two or three runs in that five innings. But he's he struck out 10 a couple of different times. Uh, Adrian Hauser's pitching okay. So I like the Brewers, and he's still got Hader, obviously, but I, I like the Brewers to win their division. Um, this year over the Cardinals, and I don't think the Cubs have much of a shot at all. They just they don't have a lot going for them. And, they, and actually, Suzuki's, I believe, injured now. Yeah, he is. By the way, Corbin Burns from St. Mary's, uh, where I went to college, and uh, I was a two-sport athlete there in the 80s when William Howard Taft was president. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he went to St. Mary's. It was, a little, it was a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> J.D. Sharp stands for Just Damn Sharp. Against the number.com. Thanks for coming by, man. Appreciate hey, it. Rick, one, one, one more thing really quick. Orioles, Mariners, under first five today. Under I, five. I love it. There it is. There's your freebie. Right. Thanks, J.D. Yeah, thank you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on, man. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Michael B. Chait. He has a brand new film in which he is directed coming out tomorrow in select theaters on digital and on demand as well called Wolfhound. It's a World War II movie. And, um, Michael, welcome to the show. This is a pretty cool plot. Um, a, uh, a guy shot down along uh, with the, the crew in a B-17. What's it like when you get to work with vintage aircraft uh, like this? Because it's, it's a flying museum, isn't it? Well, first of all, Rick, thank you very much uh, for having me on. I uh, really appreciate that. And, wow, that's a, that's a great question to start with. It was a dream come true. Um, I grew up uh, the son of a pilot, so I was introduced to air shows uh, very early on, and I always loved the Warbird fighters and bombers. Uh, and, um, you know, there's only, for example, the B-17 Flying Fortress, that's like the main titular character. You know, that's the Wolfhound bomber, not to give anything away, in the movie. There's only nine of those left flyable on Earth. So it was, it was a privilege and an honor to be using them because some are combat veterans from World War II. Um, we had B-25, Spitfire Hurricane, P-51, and ME-109, uh, which was 
a bit eerie working around. But uh, we had to be both very gentle, very respectful and careful. And at the same time, we flew those things to the max and, and, and literally every single plane broke down at least once because of how hard we were flying them. But an army of mechanics uh, saved the day every time from both the Yankee Air Museum in Michigan and the Military Aviation Museum in uh, Virginia Beach. You know, when I think about the B-17 and also about the B-24, I think about the guy in the ball turret and, uh, you know, you lowering down with the hydraulics. You got 250 cals. I remember a guy told me that the loudest sound he ever heard in the life was a 50 cal. You got two right next to your head. It was almost like a suicide mission even to climb into that claustrophobic <laughs> little thing. These guys um, are just, uh, I mean, they're heroes, but they're really unsung heroes, aren't they? Very much so. Uh, and one of the reasons that I even wanted to make this movie, because uh, it, it's my first feature film, uh, did commercials and music videos for over a decade, and my writing partner, Timothy Ritchie, who, uh, spoiler alert, that's actually him in the ball turret in the movie. That's his cameo. Mm. So it's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> that's our. That's my writing partner. Mm. Uh, but uh, we were trying to find, you know, what movie do we want to make? And from the connections to the museum, this huge rush of emotion that I felt when I first stepped on that B-17 while shooting a commercial and realizing what you just said, like, oh, my God, the real heroes, the real guys that went up there, they were in their late teens, early 20s, and a lot of them sacrificed their lives so we could be free today uh, fighting the Nazis back in World War II. So we, we definitely thought, like, oh, we got to do something with this. And we tried to bring out the brotherhood, the camaraderie, the bravery, the sacrifice, and, and really just honor uh, those pilots and airmen the best that we could while making a kick-ass action movie at the same time. And, the, you know, bombers are nothing new to you. I know you worked with B-52s from the, the Vietnam generation, right? We, we were lucky enough to do a commercial uh, for the Yankee Air Museum's B-52 exhibit. Uh, unfortunately, that one uh, did not fly, but even just working around that thing, uh, there's a reverence for it. Um, I, I was lucky enough to work with A-10s, uh, with the Air Force and Air National Guard twice for two commercials. And uh, those are just, I mean, when one of those things flies right over your head and does live fire, uh, you know, training for a commercial, it's hard not to want to make a movie about those guys, too. <laughs> you know, it's funny. By the way, a couple more questions from Michael B. Chait, the new movie Wolfhound coming out tomorrow from Lionsgate and Grindstone Entertainment. I remember there was, uh, when John Hamm was interviewed uh, for how he got the role in Mad Men, that they said they didn't want to cast him because they thought he was too handsome and no one would believe it. I, I kind of feel like with uh, with Trevor Donovan, it's the same thing. It's like, nah, he's too handsome. That he can't, he can't be in the movie. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that because I was just talking with him on the phone the other night after the premiere in Michigan, and he was he was so happy and so excited and just thanking me again for putting him in the movie as this awful, ruthless uh, Nazi character because he has never played that. It, it's 180 degrees from the Hallmark and Lifetime movies and when he was in 90210 and he was in a Western, Texas Rising. Like, he always kind of plays a slightly different version of himself. 
but not in this movie. And, and he really got to stretch his range. Uh, and I think, um, you know, it, the, the, uh, the, the blonde hair, blue eyes, that didn't hurt the casting process either. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he really knocked it out of the park, as did James Maslow uh, as our lead hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as the captain. Um, the other thing, too, I was thinking uh, as a, um, whenever you make a period piece like this, there are more and more, quote-unquote, aficionados with all the information on the the Internet now, and you want to make sure you get everything right. And I'm not talking about, you know, holding an M16 in a World War II movies, but, like, every little thing, like the coat, the goggles, the gloves, you know, it's just uh, how much painstaking effort did you put into that? Oh, just a little. Uh, <laughs> that was actually that was a gargantuan effort. Uh, my producing partner, Sue Witham, in Michigan, she pulled all of her connections and favors and, and best crew members together. Our costume designer, Jessica Van Ash, she had a mountain to climb uh, with all the uniforms. And uh, we had great reenactor support, like the World War II reenactors that perform at air shows and events. Um, we were very blessed to have all original uniforms, weapons, uh, even like radio equipment to put on tables. Uh, and that plus the original aircraft. Um, if there's one thing that, that you know you can say about the movie, uh, there's a lot of authentic production value in it. And we, we, stro- we strove very hard to make that happen. Um, it, was, it was a lot, uh, but it was worth it. And this is based on a, a true story. This was kind of a, a doomsday bomb that Nazis were trying to unleash, right? Well, yes, both that aspect and the Trojan horse uh, capturing Allied planes and then flying them back into combat. Um, there's already been a bunch of debate online about how true this is. And, you know, from the very beginning, uh, we never claimed to not be historical fiction. But it is absolutely based in fact because the Nazis were trying to do both of those things and they thankfully failed. But our movie is more like what happened if they got this close to succeeding. Uh, and if you really think about it, you know, like a few events in the war, if they went one way or the other that they did not in history, uh, as my dad told me growing up watching war movies, you know, we might all be speaking German right now. Yeah, as they said in 1941, we'd all be eating raw fish heads and rice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can I say that anymore? All right. Um, last question. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I already said it. Uh, last question for you. When you finish a movie like this, how much do you painstakingly think about the scene you left out or the scene you left in? Or you just say, look, I'm completely content and calm with it? You know what? Um, Everything that I've ever made, uh, I always think, oh, that shot could have been a little better. Oh, we could have had this moment or that moment. And in this film, the original cut was actually 37 minutes longer. And it took uh, a former studio executive out in L.A. to kind of knock me upside the head and say, you got to shorten your movie. And in that process, um, I'm very, very lucky to be able to say every every scene that I would like to have in the movie is in the movie, and I'm very proud of it. Um, are there things that I wish we could have done a little better or a little different? I think every filmmaker would be lying if they didn't say yes. Uh, but but I am extremely thankful and, and very proud that the movie that's coming out tomorrow is exactly what it is. 
Yeah, it must be hard to tell an actor or actress that worked two months and was in 10 scenes and say, yeah, you didn't make the final cut, but thanks for your time. Uh, yeah, that must be rough. The movie is... Yeah, enti- I, I tried, yeah. Yeah, it's entitled Wolfhound. It is opening in select theaters on digital, on demand tomorrow. And uh, who doesn't like a World War II movie? Who doesn't like a B-17? And who doesn't like Nazis getting shot? All right? That's right. <laughs> All right, Michael B. Chait, thanks for coming on the show, and congratulations on the film. Thank you so much, man. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now. 800-447-1400. 800-447-1400. 
with a free call. 800 824 5131 You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thank you for that. And uh, what's that all about? All right. Well, when you think about me, I know the first thing you think of is romantic teen novels. And uh, let's talk to uh, an author making her debut with a big splash. Everybody loves her book. It's called Love Radio. By our guest, <laughs> Ebony Liddell. And uh, Ebony, it's, it's only fitting that you're doing a radio interview right now, right? Of course. It's the only way I can do this. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Now, how did this all come together? I'm always interested in the genesis behind the book. How, when did it start? So, yeah, it started because, like uh, you kind of so eloquently put it, um, I am a romance writer, so I knew I was going to write a story about two teenagers who fall in love. But I was trying to figure out, once it was established to me that Prince, who was one of the main characters, was going to give love advice, the next question was how was he going to distribute it? Like, what was the medium? And what I kept thinking about was growing up in Detroit, um, driving to and from work with my mom, and we would listen to the radio. And I thought of all the radio stations I used to listen to, and we would listen to Ricky Smiley and Donnie Simpson and Mason in the Morning, which is a local show, and they would always, you know, give the latest celebrity gossip. They would have pranks, and they would give love advice. Not so good sometimes, but love advice nonetheless. And I thought about how it would be really dope if Prince also gave love advice because, you know, people try to sleep on teenagers, but kids are always going to be the ones to save the world. And how? what if he was actually good at it? And that's kind of how this started. And because I love music as well, it just wasn't easy, uh, a seamless transition for me to kind of, you know, play my inner DJ. <laughs> Very cool. Let's talk about Motown for a second, because Detroit, like a lot of cities, uh, you know, I'm from the Oakland area, and I think about, you know, Oakland in the 70s, Detroit, New York, let's just say, mm-hmm. let's just say growing pains. So let's talk about Detroit and how it is just completely turned around now. Yeah, I mean, I, Detroit to me is, has is always has always been an amazing city just like a lot of inner cities you know the 80s era was a crack epidemic and unfortunately it hit marginalized communities and detroit was one of those communities but detroit also gets a bad rep for that when it is really a time capsule of america and it's literally birthed this country's musical sound like we can't deny that and so i really wanted to show that i also worked in publishing for over a decade and i kept waiting for stories for shows, for anything to show the city in a, a positive light, because obviously there are disparities in any inner city, any inner city city, but there's a lot of joy and good in the city and community, and those are the things that I love about the city, and that's the stuff I wanted to highlight. So 
I mean, Detroit has always been great. It's just we've had our share of difficulties, just like a lot of cities. And I'm just happy, you know, to be one of the people to write something that just shows a different side of the city that most people haven't seen before. That's very well said. And um, so this is the next question. The main protagonist in here, the girl, is Danny Ford. How much is Danny Ford Ebony Liddell? (laughs) Very much so. Um, Like Danny, I also was a little bit of a recluse in high school. I turned to my journals a lot because I was incredibly shy. That's why I am a writer. I am a reader. I was definitely a book nerd. And I used writing in my journals as a way to cope with my own feelings and inner turmoils. And I I felt like I really didn't have a voice, but it's been interesting because when I started writing this book, I went back to those journals and I realized that my voice is pretty strong. And I'm thankful that I used writing as a way to show who I really was because, you know, you look back on your childhood and you think, oh, I was insecure. I was this, but no, I was pretty strong in my convictions and what I wanted in my dreams and my hopes. And so it was really nice to be able to have that to go back to and look at as I was writing Danny's character. When you're writing a book for the first time, obviously you don't know how to how to do it. So did you go mm-hmm. to a, a shack like Ted Kaczynski, or did you just kind of like you know <laughs> Sorry. two hours on Saturdays, or did you carry your laptop around? I mean, how did it work? It it is it can be chaotic, especially when you're writing your first book because you're trying to figure out what your actual cadence was. And so when I forced myself to get back to the thing that I love, which is writing, I had to start very small. And so for anybody who, you know, aspiring writers out there, which is like almost everyone, because um, the amount of people who tell me they want to write is crazy, I would say just start. And what I would do is I lived in New York and I would have to commute to work, but I would get up early a couple days out of the week and I would just dedicate an hour. And once I started doing that consistency, consistently, I was enjoying it, and I swapped it to Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And once I did that, before you know it, I was, you know, into writing every single morning when I had the time. And then the pandemic happened, and I was one of the people who were fortunate enough to work remotely full-time. And so instead of using that time to be like, oh, I'm going to sleep in, you know, I'm going to roll out of bed and then go to work, I forced myself to wake up at the same time I would if I was commuting to work. Hmm. And I dedicated those hours to writing, and that was how I was able to complete this story. You mean you didn't switch from your morning sweats to your night sweats? No, I'm not. Listen, once I get into work <laughs> and I'm, you know, you have all these meetings, you got to mm. take out fire. I, at night, I'm exhausted, so I, I liked it in the morning because it was fresh. I didn't have the day's stresses to, you know, mess me up, and it was, it was. I like it because it's quiet in the morning. It's like before the world wake up wakes up, I'm able to write. A couple more questions for Ebony Liddell, the new book, Love Radio. As someone who works in the publishing industry, you know, we, we watched as a lot of newspapers uh, have uh, died off and uh, said, well, everything's going online. And yet, there's nothing like holding a book in your hand and books, mm-hmm. are, books are still going strong. How has, with all the challenges in, from the digital world attacking the publishing industry, how has it uh, been able to still thrive? I think there is way too much information on the Internet. There's way too much information online. There are a lot of bots. There are a lot of crazy people. And so you, once, you know, in the beginning of the Internet, it was new, it was exciting, people were into it. And I think now, obviously, the Internet can be an amazing place to connect with people from all over. But there's a lot of darkness to the Internet. And so having 
something like publishing to be able to be the ones to, you know, edit the books. I think there's a lot behind the scenes that people don't realize that go into the bookmaking process. And every step of the way, there's a lot of thought and care put into it from having someone design the cover to having someone edit the book to then having another editor name a copy editor go through and make sure that, you know, everything that you're saying is chronologically correct. I remember my copy editor said, you have Danny looking out the window at, at 8 a.m., but the sun rises at this time at 6.30, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, like, when mm-hmm. you think about every step of the way, what is being put into making sure this piece of art is the best way it could possibly be, I think it's why people still love the physical book, because it they see the, they, even if they don't recognize or understand how, they can tell that there has been a lot of care put into the work. I have interviewed many authors and some some New York Times bestselling authors, and I'll you know I'll ask them when you have a book, there are parts that drag, and then there are parts mm-hmm. that go too quick. It's like no, we wanted more of that. So when you were getting notes back, was it was it did you resist when someone said you got to get rid of this scene, and you're thinking no, I love that scene. You know, I have been really lucky, and because um, when I put this when this book went out on submission, meaning like when my agent sent it out, there was interest. And I I talked to a few different editors, and my editor, Kendra, has been a wonderful editor. I remember when I got on the phone with her, she said things about my book that, like, she put words to things that I was trying to do that I didn't even realize I was trying to do until she said it, and I found myself writing notes from her (laughs) discussion. And so I knew at that point, like, oh, she's the person. Like, she's the one who's going to take care of my work. And that's really important because not every author has that luxury. And so I felt really good about the notes that she sent over. It was very rare that there was anything that I felt like, okay, I'm not not having this in the book. I think she recognized the things that were important and she asked the right questions. It was more of some of the things she told me I had to push a little deeper with. That was uh, that was much harder, particularly with Danny, because she's so much like me when I was younger that it was also a little therapeutic for her to be like, I feel like there's more Danny should be saying here. And I'm like, you're right, there is, <laughs> you know, but I don't want to say it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had the opposite um, thing happen, actually. Did she say, like, to make Danny more legit, you need her on social media five hours a day? <laughs> no, she, thank goodness she didn't say that. It was more some of the her fears that, you know, were my own fears that, you know, Danny is this aspiring writer and I'm writing about an aspiring writer while I'm writing a book that I've been so afraid to publish for forever or to put myself out there. So I, I do feel like as I was writing Danny, I was coming to terms with the fact that Ebony, this is something you've been wanting to do. So you got to do it, girl. And, and I feel like Kendra could sense that. And so she massaged her way into telling me, no, you got to do a little bit more here. <laughs> Very cool. Last question for you, and I'm sure you've been asked this before, but let's say you get a call from a production company, they want to do this. Uh, do you have an actor and an actress in mind already? I don't. And it's funny because you would think I would, but I think it's because it's a it's a teenage rom-com. I'm really just excited to see if this were to ever happen, what talent is out there. So I think I'm really open to it because just the opportunity in itself would be absolutely phenomenal. So I don't, I I wish I had a a sexier answer for you, but I I really don't. But I I am curious to see, because sometimes when books come out, fans will tell you who they think should be, you know, in the movie. So I am curious to see what other people will will think and say. And plus your debut novel gets picked up by Simon and Schuster. It doesn't get much bigger than that. 
It really doesn't. And funny enough, Simon & Schuster is the first place I started working when I worked in publishing. So wow. it's, it's kismet, yeah. Very, very cool. All right, the name of the book, uh, Love Radio, by uh, first-time author and our guest, Ebony Liddell. Ebony, congratulations on the effort, and uh, come on back when you write your next one. And most definitely. Thank you for having me. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick break, and lines are available uh, at one 800 play is your car payment treating you what if i told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as 83 dollars a month look at your car payment closely you could be paying as high as 20 percent interest rate genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48 percent apr we can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars new or used and save you money every month put more money back in your pocket the call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187.
Mavert has gone forward with Stewart to the right, Lineker and Howes to the left. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Brilliant! That is schoolboy's own stuff. Oh, I bet even he can't believe it. Is there anything left from this man to surprise us? That was one of the finest free kicks that this stadium has ever seen. Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, tomorrow, if you are going to watch, Queen Elizabeth has pulled out of her Jubilee uh, mass that they're going to have at St. Paul's. Just thought I'd let you know. Seriously, though, 70 years, platinum Jubilee. No British monarch has ruled that long. 70 years with the crown. <clears throat> All right. It's also been 70 years since the Celtics and the Warriors played each other. Actually, I lied. It hasn't been that long. Um, but still, um, it's all going to kick off, as they say in England. It's going to kick off uh, tonight at uh, 6. Of course, there will be long introductions. It'll probably be like 9.30 Eastern. If you're in Boston, I uh, hope you drink a lot of coffee uh, tonight. Um, all right, one other thing I wanted to get to about athlete rituals <laughs> This is how I want to end the show. Um, A lot of guys, you know, before the game, they'll do something here or there. Wade Boggs said he would eat chicken and then something else. Um, Some guy, Fred Blitnikoff would throw up. Uh, Josh Allen uh, was being uh, interviewed uh, yesterday before he did a golf thing, which I didn't mention. Who cares about quarterbacks playing golf? Never have, never will. I'm sorry. It just doesn't interest me unless they let me play with them. Then it'd probably be kind of fun. But Allen said the same thing that Fred Belidnikov said. Um, and um, he said he throws up before every game. And um, listen, Josh Allen has turned into one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. He was the number seven overall pick four years ago, uh, coming off a season where he passed for nearly 4,500 yards, over 63% completion. 36 touchdowns, but he's also big as a horse. He ran for nearly 800 yards and six touchdowns. We know that the Bills lost to the Chiefs in an overtime thriller in the divisional round. We know they fell just short of their first Super Bowl two years ago after losing to Kansas City uh, as well. But it's funny because I was listening to a podcast the other day uh, where David Spade said before SNL he would get so nervous he would throw up. And then Bill Hader said that he would go into a bathroom stall and he did everything not to throw up. And he said Fred Armisen never was nervous. <laughs> he just said, what? This will be a lot of fun. Let's just, let's, just, <laughs> let's just get out there and do it. I tend to lean more towards that side of things. Just have fun with it. What do you got? All right, thanks for tuning in. Go Dubs. We'll talk about it uh, mañana, 9 a.m. Pacific time.
man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.